How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast. I'm your host, Josh or Jay Moskers, joined this week by a motivational speaker, content creator over on Twitch, Noisy Fox. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Jay Smokers. Glad to be on the show. Appreciate you being here. Happy to have you on. Uh, we we're chatting for a little bit here before the uh, the show started. Um, yeah, one of the things you specialize in is like motivational speaking and like dating for for men trying to get into the dating scene or you know navigate it. I suppose. Um, yeah, got you started in in what you do. So basically, what I started in was more of like motivational speaking. I have a wide variety of what I speak about. It's not just dating, but it's more about my views on mental health, young men dating, you know, stop being lazy, stuff like that. It's more towards motivation, but sometimes I touch on relationships because in my life, I see so many troubles in life and my life is very eventful a lot. And I see a lot of young people going through a lot of troubles in my life. So I like to speak about it. And this is what I do on Twitch. Nice. Yeah, it is interesting. As someone who has been in a relationship for a little over six years, I, I've not kept up with a lot of the current most trends, but I still see a lot of it with people I know and, and talk to and hang out with. Oh, and yeah. And it's interesting. It, it is. It's especially with a lot of people, I think, at least from what I see, and I live in the U.S., so it gets crazy. <laughs> it gets yeah. kind of crazy. Like I see a lot of people under the age of 20s yelling at their moms, not listening to their parents, hit, hitting females for, for mm-hmm. in, in terms of the men. And they have a lot of emotional instability and they can't control anything about them. So I think a lot of them plays a lot in terms of relationships. And this is exactly why I think it's important to talk about why it's harder for young men to get in relationships nowadays. It's it's interesting. I've, I've had the mindset that social media in general is just ruining people's social skills they don't know how to interact properly with one another and it's just creating people that don't know how to communicate well with one another they don't know how to express their feelings and they're not they don't know how to have their own personality they're just mimicking what they see online i don't know if you've noticed a similar pattern oh yeah i have i was watching this one clip and it was this kid and he was in school and his teacher, right, was telling him to do something. <laughs> and he was screaming at the teacher, I'm the alpha male. I've seen that clip. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and it's and the it, it's, very monotone in that too. He's like, well, the alpha male needs to sit down or he's going to get in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And it goes uh, according to what your point is. It, it's programming. It's honest programming. Mm-hmm. It, it's social media. It's a whole lot of things that is going into the the, the minds of these young people. And I believe mm-hmm. this is part of the global agenda of how to control the young minds. And I know this is going to get deep, but with with all of these programming by the social media, it affects the relationship in terms of how to make the young man think a certain way and how to not embrace emotional control, how to not want to work hard, how to not want to be better. And a lot of this from social media, it can be dampening on the mind. So 
this is why I think we should go into the relationships aspects because I have a couple experiences that I want to talk about. Mm. And I'm sure you have some. Yeah. But I'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go into this one experience. Okay. Right. So there was this 16-year-old kid, right? And there was this other female, and the female was t- told him something. And she was his boss. And she was like doing something. She was telling him to do something. And he was very like not apt to do it. And mm-hmm. he grabbed a folder full of paper and hit her upside the head for no reason. Oh, yeah. And her head bobs back and forth. And she does nothing. And she just sits there like a stone. And I looked at that. And I've never seen that before. And I think this is the biggest problem in our young men. Like, what the hell is going on? Hmm. You know, and, and that's a big problem. If we if we are growing young men to think like that and be like that, then it's going to get harder and harder and harder and harder for young people to acquire a mate. Like I said, I think we're watching the generation that has been raised on the internet and social media. Like even mm-hmm. like I'm 29, right? I growing up, I had access to the internet, but even then, it, I didn't spend that much time on it. By comparison to like what you'd see with the younger people today, it was I was outside running around. I was playing, you know, we're down in the like town park and whatnot, riding our bikes and everything. Nowadays, like what do you see people doing? They're on their phones. Exactly. Out at like Chipotle, for example, just on their phones <laughs> at Chipotle. Like their entire lives are centered around like their social media accounts, Facebook, not as much. I guess we're younger, but like Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, whatever. It's all centered around like their social media and creating this persona rather than mm-hmm. actually building relationships. It's more around how do I network to grow my social media? Everybody has this to an extent narcissism of how do I make myself popular and it's bizarre to watch it is true and it's it's not always bad like we we touched a little bit on this on the last episode we did actually with uh uh my guest uh John and I he was a host of the retro movies and metal podcast uh we were talking about and he's older than I am about how it's people just don't have that grounding to them anymore to an extent like we we try and keep uh my little brother uh whenever i see him like explain to him like this is the internet is not the real world right you can't expect like everything online to just be real people are doing whatever they can to promote themselves as much as possible they're trying to trick you into paying attention to them that's the whole point of Mm -hmm. social media and uh he didn't get it he's he's (laughs) He's like, yeah, no, Mr. Beast doesn't advertise to I me. Mean, like his whole thing is advertising. He's trying to reach the largest audience possible to make more money so he can create more content and make more money and so on and so forth. And it's true. I, again, I said on the, the episode last week, I was like, it doesn't mean Mr. Beast is a bad guy. Yeah, I, from all accounts, he's a very generous, nice person. But it is advertising. It is marketing. And it's the same thing you see with like the whole alpha male, sigma male, that sort of thing, whatever, the beta male. It's like, it's nonsense. It's absolutely it nonsense. Is. I agree. Because they need an identity 
and they're not getting that in the real world because everyone's sucked into their phones and their computers. It's true. And with all of these identities and all of these social media marketing, it's all attention. Mm-hmm. Everything is about attention. And it's 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 why they have all these bits, you know, TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. instant gram. I mean, I, I call instant gram an instant gram of cocaine to your brain because it's just dopamine. <laughs> We have YouTube shorts and it's all a play for your attention mm-hmm. and what they put in these attention bits, what they put in these shorts and these short little videos is they push the bullshit and they try and contain the information that is supposed to help make you better. And I believe that a lot of the bullshit that's going into these people's minds it's just going to make the world worse and worse. I mean, what's going to happen in 10 years? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it not even with like uh, relationships or dating, just in general, like mm-hmm. how easy it is to convince people of something being true when it's clearly not. Like misinformation is rampant all yeah. the time online. Oh, yeah. And it, people are, uh, you know, if they believe in something close to it, they're more likely to agree with whatever it is you're saying. Like, um, I'll, like I won't dive into the politics of it, but like if you're like a Trump person, you know, and someone says something like positive about Trump and then adds on other information to that post, you're m- more predisposed to agree with it because it's being positive to Trump. Same thing would be the case with like Biden or any other political person in the US. You know, it if it's already somewhat aligned with your political leanings, you're more likely to pay it more mind than you would if it was somebody from the other side of the political spectrum saying it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so that that's part of it too, is just furthering some of this misinformation just based on the political spectrum that they're starting from. doesn't even matter if their, you know, new information is lined up with that. Just people are very divided in general. They like to pick teams. They like to feel like they're winning. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we live in a heavily narcissistic world. Yeah. It, it's crazy. It's honestly crazy. I was once scrolling through Reddit, and this goes back to what you were saying about social media and how we're trying to market. And I agree with that because I think in the social media realm, in this online realm, everyone's trying to push to become bigger. Yeah. But I was scrolling through Reddit. <laughs> and i saw this thread it was a sad thread i saw this thread and it was this person who was talking about oh i don't want people to talk to me in a hurtful way Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want i I want people to talk to me in a soft tone and Mm. what and i'm like what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, why why are people running away from the truth? That's, yeah, it goes back to like being in an echo chamber online. Everyone wants to have their own, quote unquote, I, I don't like using the phrase safe space because it's been mm-hmm. super politicized as well. But everyone wants to have this, uh, you know, if you have Facebook, you block everyone that you disagree with until there's only people you agree with. But now you're not mm-hmm. getting the truth. You're getting whatever it is you want to hear. You're just living in an echo chamber where 
everything is always exactly the way you want it and you're not living in the real world and exactly. do the same thing in real life to an ex- like, like outside of the internet now too they don't exactly. talk to people that have a political disagreement with them because rather than just talk it out and have that conversation that's slightly awkward they'd rather just ignore the person and like i said live in a you know a airtight environment where it's only people they agree with a hundred percent exactly and that's not good because if you constantly are around people that just agree with you you're not going to grow like i would rather be around people who give me the harsh truth Hmm. oh my content isn't the best okay tell me how to make it better oh no you're in my bathroom i can tell myself to my face yes exactly (laughs) i do that too i'm like fuck (laughs) How do I make it better? Fuck, fuck. It's, like, uh, it's similar to like standing on ice, right? You know, you're narrowing down the, the point. Like if the if you're spread out over the ice, it's like spreading a wide net of influence of other people. But if you narrow mm-hmm. down the circle of influence you have with other people, it's like putting all your body weight into one small spot on the ice and you're going to crack and fall through. Oh, and yes. It's sort, it's sort of the same thing with, you know, people in their political ideologies to an extent where they get so narrowed down till there's such a small group of influence around them that it's just accelerating their mindset to the sharpest point they can with that particular ideology. Yes. And it's so unfortunate we do that. Honestly, it's growing a cowardly mindset. Hmm among young men and i'm not going to speak around the females i don't speak about females because when it comes to females it seems like people agree more with females it's harder a little bit for the men that's just my personal observance but i think when when men when they run from the truth the truth becomes something unknown to them so they can't grow so it's like for the young man out there, everyone, everyone should just accept what is going on. And I feel like I was going into this one time where this guy, he he got into a relationship. It was a friend of mine and she broke up with him. And I was like, well, what did you do? And he was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm just sitting here and I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, did you ask her? Literally ask her, ask her, what is the problem? Scroll through your text messages, try and see what the problem is. Hmm. What, what is the problem? And just face the truth and then instantly just make yourself better. You have to go through these hard times because these hard times make you better. And we need to start accepting the truth and honestly understand that where we are right now we can be better because we're not going to be here forever we're not going to stay on this planet forever there's going to come a time when we're going to die and if you don't make it your best right now you're going to regret it later so it's like what 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 else would you do if you're not going to learn from life right now what else are you going to do you have to make yourself better and Part of this, making yourself better, comes with accepting the truth. Yeah, it's like it's going back to what I said about people not having the same social skills because of social media. It it's like people lack social awareness. I've seen this with a lot of people in my 
like in my family and and close friends oh yeah uh, where it's they don't know how to have conversations with one another about important things like oh <laughs> yes. are we interest, you know what i mean like are we actually interested like they'll get they'll date and then it's like are we interested in getting married do we want kids like do we actually want the same things and, and part of it is like conversations because they're they think it's awkward and so they just never do yes. and then when it comes time it's like oh, is this happening it's like oh i don't know it's like well, why did you not have this conversation and part of it is like i think a lot of people view the other relationships in a like a take mindset hmm. that social hmm. awkwardness it's like you shouldn't have to be around that just be yourself but if I'm speaking in terms of men talking to females, like I think a lot of men nowadays, they they think in terms of, okay, how can I have sex with this female? Mm-hmm. And it's like when you think like that, you're only thinking about how can I take from her instead of saying, you know what? Let me just chill. Let me just relax. Let me not think, oh, I'm just going to take from her. Instead of let me just try and have a genuine conversation with her and just be comfortable in my skin. And it all comes down to their authenticity. If you want to be authentic, just be comfortable being you and stop letting other people's projected judgments that they may not have said affect you. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you've used dating apps. I've never had to use dating apps. I've always mm-hmm. just met people in person, had no problem talking to people. Me too. And uh, but like I feel like based on like I said secondhand knowledge, it seems like people that are used to doing that don't know how to talk to people and actually pick up, you know, people of the opposite or whatever their interests are. They don't know how to do it because they're just used to swiping left or right or whatever it is. And so when they get rejected in person, they're just terrified. They, they can't do it because they need a computer to do it for them. And it's, it's <laughs> yes. so fascinating to watch. Like I, we live, so near, true. I, I mean, I worked in a, a college town at a university for a number of years. And uh, going downtown and seeing like the college kids hanging out and like going to like the the bar or whatever. And it's like these people aren't talking. They're hanging out with their own friends. They will not approach. And I'm sure it's different other places. Don't get me wrong. I, I, my my experiences are not the end all be all. But just from what I've experienced is like it's so awkward watching these people not know how to interact with like new people in like a dating sort of scenario. Where it's like approach this person talk to them briefly and then see if, you know, gauge if they're interested and then ask them or whatever, you know, and it's instead it's, Hey, we'll be on our phones. Let's see if I can find this person online yeah, and message horrible. them through their socials. It's like, they're sitting right there. Exactly. Talk to them. You know, I was, Oh my gosh. That's, that's so true. I was talking to this guy and he was 26. He was this big guy. And I asked him, have you ever had a girlfriend before? And he's like, no. And in my mind, I'm like, what? How have you never had a girlfriend before in my life? And I asked him, okay, well, why don't you have a girlfriend? He's like, well, because girls don't want to talk to me because I'm fat. And I'm like, I've seen fat people get girlfriends. That's not your problem. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I think his problem is confidence. So what I said is, okay, we're going to go to a bar. We're going to talk to random females and we're going to train you. We're going to make you have be have more confidence. He's like, well, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, why don't you want to do that? And he's because, and he was like, well, I want to talk to a female that's going to be more of my friend. And I was like, okay, what is a friend? He couldn't answer the question. So the point is, I think a lot of us, we need our confidence back. 
you need to understand that what I like to say is not everyone's open for business. Okay. Like every, every, yeah. yeah like every female is not going to say yes. Not everyone's open for business, but some people will do business with you. So you got to understand that, you know, this rejection phase, it's going to be fine. If you say, Hey, I like you, blah, blah, blah. You know, do you want to go, go on a date? All she can say is no. She's not going to kick you in the nuts and fuck you mm-hmm. up. Like, you're going to be fine. It, it's not like you're going to have any physical pain. You know, just take yeah. the hurt and then go along with narcissism it. Narcissism to an extent of the, the anonymity online, trying to build up a persona. Mm-hmm. If someone shoots you down online, it's whatever. You can just move on, delete it, whatever. Yeah. In person, like there's people aren't used to handling it. It's it's interesting. Yeah, I don't like I said, I'm out of touch with a lot of modern dating stuff, but just person uh, relationships in general, just person to person relationships, not nothing like uh, uh, dating wise. I experience all the time with people and it's it's fascinating. It is. Like you, said, you mentioned with comp, the confidence thing and even like business wise, like confidence wise, it's it's weird to see people who are just like they walk into an interview, they're nervous or you know they get to the job first day on the job they're nervous it's like oh man i hope i'd make a good impression like oh if i yeah. to, who cares exactly like, <laughs> like who care like people screw up on the job all the time as long as nobody's getting hurt because you're being an idiot on purpose or whatever it doesn't matter it's like nobody's gonna care and if they fire you for making one mistake on your first day in the job it's not the job worth working mm. generally like if you're a surgeon i can imagine day one you, you know maybe you should be uh, you know, going through the proper training first before you just hop on your there toes. Apart, throwing stuff all over the place. But yeah, definitely. It's, like I said, like people are people. It's weird to me that like confidence gets mistaken for like arrogance now. Yes, that Where, too. Like I go, I go into work knowing I don't need to be there. Like I'm financially stable enough where it's like, I don't have to be here. I could be doing something else mm-hmm. and be fine. I could so I could be self-employed for the most part. It'd be a little rocky at first, but I'd get everything going probably. Uh, but they take that as like, this guy doesn't value his job. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's arrogant. He thinks he's better. than everyone's like, I just, I'm not here to get like pushed around and exactly. I know I can do the job well and I can do it better than everyone else here. I'm, it's not even an arrogance. It's like, I know that for a fact. There's a reason why I'm the one in this position because no one else there could do it. And it's weird to me that people take that as like an arrogance. And I guess to an extent, I guess it kind of is. But at the same time, it's like, I, I'm i doing the job that none of you could do, which is why I'm here. I and believe I a lot of it is envy, to be honest, too. I, don't, I in, in my personal case, I don't think it is. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it really is people thinking I don't value the job. Uh, but it's, I work very separately from a lot of other people just based on what my tasks are essentially um but yeah it's just weird like i said like i show up and it's like you know oh i come strolling in i leave early or whatever it's like yeah my job's done it's like i'm here to do the job <laughs> I'm done I leave like that's it this isn't my life yes it's not you know it's just I something it's i do it's not who i am exactly i was gonna say it's weird how like and i think it's been this way for a long time i'm not saying it's the current generation thing but it's weird how ingrained people's jobs are to who they are as a person mm-hmm. where it's like it 
you know, you see like, oh man, like a, even people like cashier, or like if you're working at a grocery store, it's like, my life is like my job. You know, I have to show up here. I have to do this. You know, I'm staying late to make sure it gets done. It's like, why? If you're not getting paid extra for it, there's so hard to do that. It is a job. Get in, do what you need to do when your time is done. Get out. Don't waste a minute. Yeah. Not saying you should slack off. Do with the job oh, you're yeah, supposed absolutely. to do. But yeah, don't don't act like a slave to these people who do not give a fuck about you if that's how it is where you're working. Oh yeah, uh, especially plenty, now. There's plenty of good employers out there. Especially uh, now with a lot of these out. companies, like some of them are pulling a lot of foolery with paying. Like yeah. I don't know I don't know if it's going on where you are, but I'm starting to see a lot of these companies, they're not posting how much they pay. Mm-hmm. They are trying to you, give you different pay rates than what they say. Yeah. And a lot of them are trying to rob you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say names. If you, but if you use Indeed, for example. Yes. It, it, it won't put the, uh, the like pay. pay Indeed will say estimated pay is between whatever. Yes. Like, pay for this position. And I think that's just like if you're if the it's position ridiculous. is like fry cook, they'll say estimated position. Uh, wage for a fry cook is this and that's that could be for any state or I, I don't know how they calculate that but yeah a lot of companies are doing that they're hiding the wages yeah and especially with the job i had sometimes which is weird especially with the job i had you know you know usually when you get a job they have the offer letter you know how much you're gonna mm-hmm. get paid once you get aboard they completely yeah. lied <laughs> like they had the 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 amount let's say the amount is 16 hour Turns out, when I get to the job, they're like, oh, well, actually, I'm going to give you 14 an hour. And I'm like, wait, hold on. This is not what this is not what was said in the paper. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is, and this is the job I was at, what I realized is, and it goes back to the confidence thing. When I said, hey, you know, this is not what you said, then they changed the pay. But what I realized is that all the other people that were working there, we're not getting the pay that they said. So mm-hmm. I'm like, why are people not saying anything? Why are, why are people not saying anything when there is injust? Why, why are people not saying anything? situation I had for one of my previous jobs where I applied for a position on Indeed. Mm-hmm. I went in, interviewed for that position. They offered it to me and I went in and they gave me a different job. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I ended up staying. Like I was, it was like, whatever. I didn't care too much. But I was just like, what the heck? Like, you interviewed That's not me good. for that position, and then you hired me, and I was still under the assumption, like, well, I mean, reasonably so, that that was what I was being hired for. Exactly. Like, they're like, yeah, we'd like to offer you the position. I'm like, okay. And I show up, and they're like, so yeah, you're going to be taking over for this person. They're moving into that position. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you have to say something. Yeah. You, you really yeah. have to say something, and... I think what is happening now is a lot of people are actually being scared to say something. Mm-hmm. And when, well, when like you're when scared you to say something, work. yeah, like, hey, it, you know, so-and-so is. isn't doing this. I need to do it. They're like, how much are you paying me to do this? How much mm-hmm. extra? Well, you know, it's, it's all part of the same job. It's like, no, you're asking me to do more work. Yeah, exactly. So, so many people try and do that. Yeah. It, it's not That's good. Cool. That's how it was at that job as well. And so when people left, they're like, yeah, we need you to do this. Like, all right. And it was commission pay. So I got paid based on like the sales and stuff. I was in advertising at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I was like, okay, well, how much were they getting paid for this? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm being paid less than that. So my pay should be up to what they were at then. If I'm doing the same work, if not better, I need to be getting what they got since I'm covering for their extra work. And so that's what would happen. I demand that I get more pay and they agreed because they'd rather pay me a little bit more than lose an additional employee and have to scramble around to figure out how to plug all the holes in the thinking. <laughs> exactly. And no one wants to do that. No one wants to do all the extra work, especially, especially if you are an amazing, like when I come in the jobs, I mm-hmm. say I will do a fantastic job. Yeah. Okay. I come in with that confidence. I will do a fantastic job. I will make sure I don't call out. I don't get sick. Fuck, I get sick for. I don't do holidays. I don't do none of that shit. <laughs> and a lot of the things that you need to come in with is that is that confidence like, hey, I deserve to acquire what I agreed to come here to. And you have to speak up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go into it like, listen, I... I, well, at least in my position now too, I was like, I didn't apply for this job. You contacted me asking me to come here. So like, if you have a problem with it, let me know, mm-hmm. but I'm doing you a favor here by showing up and working. All right. Let's, let's not forget that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crap. There was something I was going to go back to and I, I can't remember what it was. You had mentioned that made me think about it, but I, I would recommend yeah. for everybody, you know, that's oh. hearing this podcast, you know, if, if there is something that bothers you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be about jobs. It doesn't have to be about anything in particular. If there is something bothering you, speak up. Because if you speak up and ask questions, you will always get an answer somehow. You know what I was going to say before we move on from the jobs discussion? Mm-hmm. Any position you're applying for, ask for a job offer with the description of the position and what's expected. Mm-hmm. That way, if they ask you to do more, you can prove like, hey, this was not in my job description. I need the extra money. I do the if same thing. If they don't give you that, then they can just say, well, this was part of the job, but you just, you weren't, you must not have been paying attention or whatever. They could just make excuses. They think you're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. If they, but if you have that job offer with the expectations on it, it's, you're going to have a lot more uh, ease to wiggle around with if they start trying to screw with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not just with jobs. It's with everything. Everybody is trying to screw with you. Everybody. And what I mean by everybody is, I want to get too deep into the people who control the world. But when you go on social media, everything on social media is trying to input some type of information. And it's someone else's views onto you. And you have to look at that and you have to say, do I want to accept that or do I not want to accept that? And you have to really understand and try and keep what you want in terms of the programming from other people. Because what I'm starting to realize is that nothing is universally true. It's all it's all belief. Like if you if you tell everybody the sky is blue. Okay, everyone believes the sky is blue, but all of a sudden, if you convince enough people that the sky is red, it now becomes red because everyone's belief of it now makes it true. So you you have to really you have to really understand what type of programming you are accepting. You cannot just believe everything that you see. Mm-hmm. 
And I think there's a lot of times too, when people are just, they have nothing else going on. So they're happy to believe in conspiracies because it adds drama to their lives that they otherwise wouldn't have. It makes them feel like they're on the, they're in the know, like they're special because of it. Why, why do you think, why, why do you think personally that, that people need to feel so much? I think it's kind of an inherently human thing, maybe where it's like you want to feel like you're doing something like you don't want to feel like your life is meaningless. So putting yourself in a position or being put in a position where it's like, Oh, I'm special in some way. Like I'm achieving something I think is totally normal. Uh, it's just the means with which people go about doing that is varied depending on the types of people uh, out there and you know, where they're at, what they're doing. Like you see it like with politicians, I would wager that their version of accomplishment and success is what position of power they're in, how much influence they have. Uh, just in general, I'm not saying they're all like that, but I think generally speaking, that's kind of what it is. Like if someone's like a local, like a governor, they'll probably want to be like a senator or congressperson and maybe president, whatever. You know, same thing with like judges. I've, I've gone out of my area of expertise here. I forget the tiers of du- of judges. <laughs> you have like a local magistrate or whatever and then you go to you know to, all the way up to the supreme court mm-hmm. um stuff like that you know I, I feel like that's their sort of sense of accomplishment but then you have people who like uh, blue collar or whatever where it's like maybe someone's a baker at like a grocery store their next level is like they want to bake at like a professional bakery so to speak and then maybe they want to open up their own bakery like that would be their level uh, and sense of accomplishment you know, in my case, it's like being completely self-employed, running my own business and yeah. helping make other people successful. That's my sense of accomplishment and, and like meaning with a lot of what I do. Exactly. And everyone has those different senses of, of uh, self-worth and accomplishment. And for some people, it's being in the know, feeling like they're uh, like the late, like the new thing. I mean, not necessarily new, but like the one of the more vocal popular things like you'll see on social media now is taking down like the you know the evil government in the u.s is like i forget what the phrases they are are that they've been using but the cabal that's what it is yeah taking down like the cabal you see that from a lot of people where it's like oh from both sides you'll see like from you know if you're more left-leaning you'll say oh you know trump and the republicans will you know they're trying to take over the country and stay in power or whatever. And then if you're right leaning, uh, it's, you know, Biden and his regime are trying to, you know, take over everything and they don't want to let us, uh, you know, trying to get rid of religion and whatever. Like it's the mindset a lot of people have and they're very vocal about it and they all feel like they're fighting the good fight, so to speak. Everyone wants to feel like they're on the good side and that they're going to be victorious, which makes sense. And so with they collect information, that's the problem in some cases. You know, and that that brings me to a thought that I'm not sure if people understand that there is a force out there that does not want you to succeed. The Sith, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> That's a really good way of putting it. You mentioned the Force, so I was like, all right. Which is a terrible <laughs> reference. I, I'm not a Star Wars fan. No, no me neither. Me neither, but I understood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understood. And 
when you really think about it, it's like, okay, I'm I'm in my let, let's say for example we have. Now I'm 22, so my outlook on life is very. It, it's still it's still, you know, growing. Of course, obviously, but when I look at everybody around my life, everyone is constantly talking about, especially you know, around the places that I job, that I work at. It, it's like people people are constantly thinking about, you know, oh, I'm gonna go home and I'm just gonna have fun. I'm gonna have relax. I'm gonna smoke a blonde. I'm gonna go drink. Mm-hmm. And it, you're thinking about all this, but then there is someone out there someone something you know whatever whatever it is out there that is literally just like laughing at you it, it's like why why do people think that they still have time for this and i get and this brings me back to why do people want to feel so much you know if you want to do all that if you want to go back home you know smoke a blonde you know relax and you're not really doing much with your life. And this goes back to why I think people have so much trouble with relationships, especially young men. You know, for young men, if you're going to sit there and you're going to go home and you're not going to improve your life, and I, I, I like to say the best way to start is literally building up your physical self. I think that's a good place to start. If, if you're going to spend your time doing the complete opposite, it's going to be harder for you to attract the opposite gender because females they like to see men as an asset you know that's why a female is always asking well what do you do (laughs) so it's like if you go if you go back home and you're not doing anything to improve yourself it's gonna be fucking hard everything's going to be hard everything's going to be hard it's not it's not just relationship it's going to be hard if you're not able to be an asset it's going to be very hard yeah i feel like people don't know how to like manage their lives to an extent they're just kind of winging it Mm -hmm. people don't take the time to think things out a lot either though they don't you know it's a lot there's a lot of distractions too i mean when you go home how many distractions are constantly trying to ring you up netflix oh spotify oh youtube shorts problems I don't. I I got rid of them too, but I I think a lot of people they they have them. You know, you have your phone. You have instant access to all these fun little buttons. Oh look! I unlock my phone. I have all all these access to all these little buttons, and they gave me instant dopamine. And it's all those distractions that are this force that I'm referring to. All these distractions that doesn't want you to succeed, and, and they're giving you bullshit. And you could you could use these things to make you better, but if you're not going to use these things to make you better, I mean, they have the possibility of making you better, but a lot of people like to watch videos on self-improvement or how to do this and how to do that, but they don't do anything. You could mm-hmm. You could use these things to make you better, but a lot of it is made and a lot of it is pushed to make you distracted, to keep you distracted in this endless loop of just instant gratification and Mm. this is why a lot of times on my streams and twitch i push self-improvement and this is why i like to start with physicality because i think physicality is the first thing that people notice 
Like I, if you look at someone, the first things you're going to notice is the physical body, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is why a lot of the times on my streams, I push this. And for some reason, people have a problem with that. It's very strange. I don't know. I do have a question I want to ask you, but before I do that, I do have to cover our sponsors for the episode. Oh, no problem. Quick. Yeah. So first up, we got Liquid IV. Uh, I've mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. Ever since COVID, I've been focused very much on my health, getting back into shape, putting on some muscle mass, eating healthier foods. And uh, one of the most recent ways I've done that was through our new sponsor, Liquid IV. Uh, I like the flavors of it. I've been getting the strawberry lemonade. I've got sugar-free peach on the way. It's very good. Uh, One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There's 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. It also contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And it contains three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. I'm going to have to look uh, at that. You can get, yeah, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com. That's liquidiv.com. And use code DJP15. That's DJP15 at checkout. It's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DJP15 at liquidiv.com. It's genuinely very good. I enjoy it a lot. I use it every day. Uh, I drink tons of water. And uh, so that's why I got the sugar-free variation. I didn't want all the sugar, but it's nice having a flavor out of the water when I'm drinking like a gallon and a half of water a day. It can get a little tiresome after a while when you keep sipping on just plain water all day, every day. Got my, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it on the stream there. I'm swishing it around in the, the shaker cup right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, DJP15 at liquidiv.com, link in the description. You can get 20% off. Uh, go check it out. Very good. And uh, it helps support the show and helps us support the content creators we work with in the partner program. Episode is also brought to you by Zencaster. We use Zencaster to record every single episode of our show. They're fantastic. Their customer support is great. And uh, it's super easy and efficient to, to set up. Like I said, we just sent out we just send out the links to the guests. They click on it, enter in a display name, and we're good to go. Couldn't be easier unless you don't know how to, <laughs> unless you're some of our guests who don't know how computers work, apparently. Oh and my. It, it's happened before. But Zencaster makes it fantastic and easy to do it. So we can't thank them enough. Uh, how do you use it? You just, it's super easy to record. You log in using your browser and start recording high quality podcast right away. You record studio quality sound and up to 4k video with your guests and Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Uh, if you thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, you don't have to worry about it. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform can create podcasts all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and all the other major destinations. Uh, if you go to Zencaster.com slash pricing, that's Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com slash pricing, use code DJP15 and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. That's 30% off. Uh, I want you to have the same easy experiences that I do for all my podcasting and content needs. And it's time to share your story. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Link in the description. Use code DJP15. Get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Uh, it's super convenient. It's 
it's fantastic. I can't recommend Zencaster enough. It's made it so much easier for us to to make our show here. So thank you to Liquid IV. Thank you to Zencaster for sponsoring the show. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, the question I wanted to ask was, mm-hmm. I've noticed as we've been talking here outside the ad reads for about like 35, 40 minutes roughly, the terminology is use male, use men and then females. Why is it female, not women? I'm curious as to the terminology being used. So I, that's a very online thing. So I think it has something to do with how I program my mind to say things. Mm-hmm. I say men and I say female. It's not necessarily a mm, very specific reason as to why I say female. Like whenever I'm talking with my friends or whenever I'm talking with someone at work, I say female. I always mm-hmm. say female. So it's not necessarily a particular reason. I don't have a problem with saying woman or female. So I just, I just stick with female. Okay. But I was just curious. Cause that's something I've never heard someone say in like in person. I've only heard that online. So it, was, it stood out to me. Oh, um, that's, that, that's interesting. I have a yeah. see, and it goes back to that programming. I have a lot of ways I say things to make sure that I'm, I understand why I say it. So hmm. Female, female, woman, it's its all the same to me, but I just prefer female. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, just something that stood out to me. I was curious. Um, yeah. I, I don't say girl. <laughs> I don't say it has girl. It kind of a creepy connotation to it at a certain point. What, female or? No, girl. Like girl to me says like this is a young child. That's yeah. a, it's a, it's a young female child. Yeah, definitely. Whereas like, like I said, like, with like women it's like or a woman it's like oh this isn't you know an adult yeah exactly (laughs) exactly i i you know i whenever i think about it because someone actually did point that out to me they're like why why do you call them females they didn't necessarily say why do you say not why do you not say woman but i said they said why do you say females and i kind of just think it's more of a neutral approach just to say things Mm. like you can't get mad at calling someone a female like i've never had that before like i'll call females like females to their face and no one gets mad Mm -hmm. but if you if you say girl you know they may think oh i'm mature you know there there's something that they can say that may they can Mm -hmm. maybe take offensive or when you say like boy you know maybe they'll get offensive so it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know it's, it's more of a neutral approach so yeah yeah i i would never call someone a girl though to me that's just weird i don't know why it like i said just has that childish connotation to it exactly oh and people are hurt very easily nowadays like if like if i go if i go up to some random friends like oh yeah i ran to this girl as i was walking down the street (laughs) like whatever it'd be like why are you hanging around children no no she was like 40 you know it's like no one's a 40 year old girl it's like it's just not how that works yeah, exactly. You don't want anyone yeah. thinking any type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it's more fluid <laughs> in my opinion. And 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 you have to be careful nowadays when you speak a lot of the times because people are hurt very easily. Mm-hmm. So the words you say, you have to be very careful sometimes. And it can be very daunting. Like going back to the being careful 
there was a video I posted on YouTube. Had not, it was around the time with COVID, but it had nothing to do with COVID. It was a video about procrastination on ways that I help with procrastination. And this is actually going to reference a very simple concept, I think, of a book that I'm in the process of finishing. And I call it... You're writing it, you mean, or you're reading it? I'm writing it. Uh, It's almost done. I got to get it recorded and everything. But it was a video about procrastination. Mm -hmm. And YouTube blocked it. And saying, I can't spread misinformation about the vaccine. What? (laughs) I'm talking about procrastination. All of a sudden, you're talking about some vaccine? What? YouTube was really weird about COVID during the peak of it. They like are. If you mention COVID at all, your video would get taken down, regardless of what you're talking about. Exactly. They would just, like, you could say, oh, I got COVID. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> they'd be like, how dare you? What are you What are you doing? How dare you talk about, you know, how vaccines cause autism? It's like, what? No, I'm just, I just said I had COVID. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah, it, it was really weird how they handled it. When you, when you look at oh. that, you're like, okay. First of all, you're trying to control what I say. So now my ability to talk is very limited. And it's only limited to what your narrative is. Okay, so now I have the inability to talk. Now I'm scared to say things. And if I do say something, then I get reprimanded. So Mm -hmm. you have to really be careful what you say a lot of the times and to be fair youtube is terrible about moderating the content in general oh they are we put up a video a couple months ago it was like a month and a half two months ago and it got taken down i got a copyright strike on my channel saying you posted this without their uh permission what i sent back uh i sent back a uh, uh an email to them Showing the messages that was sent out saying we could use the content from the content creator themselves. I had the, the message showing that we could send it out. I had the me- I had two things. I forget what it was. I know I had the one showing proof that they said, hey, you can put this out. And then there was something else I attached to it as well. I can't remember what it was. Um, and I sent that over and it said, no, you've, you've been declined. You've been denied. The strike stays for 90 days until it disappears for doing the copyright school or whatever it's called on YouTube. And I'm like, I literally have proof showing that I had permission to do this and you won't take it down. Like this is affecting my channel. Yeah. Not that I use it that often, but still like, it's the point of the, the issue. You know, it's like, how am I getting in trouble when I literally have permission from the creator to do this? They didn't want to hear it. It's just all automated is the problem. Yes. Uh, and I understand why they automate it. There's no way to have to manually moderate. It's like, I forget, it's like 5 million minutes of content up to, uploaded to YouTube every day. It's like, there's no way to manually moderate that. Mm-hmm. But for copyright strikes, like we don't make money off of YouTube, right? But there are people that do. And like, I can't imagine being in a situation where it's like, oh, my livelihood is ruined because you can't have one person sit down and fix the problem where I'm clearly in the right it's control it's it's ridiculous it, it, 
and that that is a big problem with a lot of YouTube content creators, you know, that I'm seeing on the come up. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think, why are people still trying to grind on YouTube? It can be <laughs> profitable. I mean, like I said, we we made money on YouTube. Uh, not a ton, but we made some on there. Mm-hmm. And it can be uh, profitable if you really put the, your mind into it. And I think people don't... It's weird. Everybody wants, like, that's interested in YouTube or Twitch or whatever. They want to make that their job. Um, but in so many cases they go one of two ways. They either don't put nearly enough time into it. They don't treat it like it's a job before they make it, which you're not going to make it if you don't treat it like a job because that's what it has to be. That's the harsh reality. They either do that or they go way too hard on it when like without knowing how to actually grow. Like you see, I'm sure you've seen it plenty of times where it's like my girlfriend's leaving me because I'm spending all my time on Twitch and it's just not working out for me. I don't know what's going wrong. And it's like these people go into it not knowing how to succeed. And they're just all they're doing is spending a bunch of time on Twitch without making adjustments or actually putting in the right work, not just work in general, but the correct type of work and putting the right effort in to growing it. Yep. And I feel like that's what the majority of people do. They burn themselves and their relationships out trying to succeed without knowing what to do or they don't put enough effort into it. Exactly. And and you'll see a lot of people on YouTube preaching, oh, it's your passion. It'll work. Put mm-hmm. as much work as you can into your passion. It, I don't think it's necessarily put so much work into it. And I think this goes back to working smarter, not harder. If you mm-hmm. keep just doing the same thing and you think you're working hard, something is going to eventually need to change. And with content creation and Twitch and YouTube, you cannot do the same thing and expect different results. So you need to constantly be looking, you know, what can I do to improve? I was watching this clip. It was from Mr. Beast. And he said, if you want to get better at making YouTube videos, he said, make a video every day. And then after every video, watch it. Identify one thing you can improve. And just Mm -hmm. keep improving. So, and it also goes back to this one thing that I was seeing on uh, this YouTuber. He was was saying how he's been grinding on YouTube for a couple years and he's only got 100 subscribers. Congratulations to him, of course. But it took me, what, maybe a week to get 100 subs? based on the content that I was making and the strategy that I had, I'm not saying I'm successful in in YouTube. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm the best YouTuber or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, if you're going to go hard at these things, you need to have a plan. You cannot just rely on hard work. You need to have a plan. And you need to talk to people who are where you want to be. You need to do that. I mean, It's literally a business and you have to treat it like that. Exactly. I understand like it depends what your goals are. If you're just creating content because you enjoy it, that's fine. But don't expect to have like this meteoric rise and all this rapid growth because that's not how it works. You have to treat it like a business if you want to succeed. And a lot of people don't get that. Um, And I don't know. I don't know how close you pay attention to some of these subreddits or if you look at them at all. 
like because of what I do, like I, I'm browsing these a lot. Like there's subreddits called like YouTube startups. Yes. Small YouTube. Yeah. And the amount of times I go in there and every post is just like, why aren't I getting more growth? What am I doing wrong? Like I, I, I should be getting more views. Like, and it's like, I look at their content and this isn't all of them again, but it's a, a majority, I would say of, of all these people posting. Mm. It is uh, just, I'll just use gameplay, for example, like people that use upload game content. It's just gameplay, maybe their image in the bottom left or whatever in the corner. And it's just them playing through the game. Very little editing. There's nothing there that would make them stand out. Yeah. And they're just assuming that they should be getting more views just because they're uploading. Yeah. It's like, some of that work. give me a reason why anyone should watch your content. Exactly. What makes you different than anyone else? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's nothing here that would make someone want to watch your Minecraft over the biggest Minecraft players ever. <laughs> There's no reason anyone would do that. Exactly. Give them a reason. Give that, them a or like, reason. It's people pretending to be Mr. Beast since he's so successful, copying everything he does. And it's like, why would people watch you when he's still around? Like, why would I, why would I ever do that? It doesn't, it's like, that's like me going and watching like, you know, my little brother plays, like if I'm interested in watching a high tier soccer match, like I can go watch my little brother play soccer, but I'd much rather watch professionals play because it's going to be way more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll be there to support him. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm not like, I'm not going to minor league baseball games because they're better than the majors. No, it, people want to see the best version of whatever it is they're interested in. Exactly. And, and with the this, you bootlegged have to... version that's half the efforts put in, if even that. Yeah, and you have to play to your strength. I th I think a lot of these people do it just because they want to be happy. They want to feel happy. But a person who makes a business off of selling watches, he's not necessarily happy he's selling watches. Yeah. He, he wants to make money because <laughs> he, he realizes it's a business. And people yeah. go on YouTube and Twitch because they want money, not because they're necessarily passionate. If you're passionate mm -hmm. about playing games, you're just going to play games. You go on Twitch yeah. and you go on YouTube because you want to make money off of playing games. You're passionate about the money. You're not necessarily playing games. And I think people I think need to realize this. I, I think like when I streamed, I was happy to make money. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. But like I was streaming because I enjoyed communicating with people and playing the games but like i told you earlier i don't stream anymore because i lost the passion for that like i i didn't get i didn't get to enjoy the games that i wanted to because i was too focused on playing games for the stream and uh yeah i've regained some of my interest in like content creation uh once we get the you know everything done on the, the back end of stuff that's what i've been focusing on is like all right now that this is set up where can i put all this time and effort i was putting into the back end how can I put that into content creation? Because um, like I said, that's what I do for my job is content creation, online, like management, marketing, stuff like that. So it's, if I can take that same energy that I enjoy every day at work and put it into my own stuff, perfect. But if I get bored with it, I can just back off. I don't treat it like a business because I, I'm not interested in growing that side of it. And but yeah, the growth comes out of it is fine. That, that part of growing it, you know, with people who do it, you know, because they want to make the money, 
I agree mm-hmm. with you. You should do what you do because you, you know, it makes me happy. It makes you happy. But yeah. here, here's the thing. Happiness is like a fleeting moment of joy because it, it's, it's emotion, energy and motion. So it's like, if it's eventually going to fade, but you know, you have to do it anyway. Are you really going to let that emotion control your performance? It, it, it's really up to what you want. And I, I was talking to this guy about getting in the business together, doing car detailing. And I said, well, you know, I want to make money. He's like, well, yeah, I want to make money too. And I told him, you know, okay, if you want to make some money, <laughs> you know, you cannot job forever. Or I, excuse my language. And this goes back to the programming thing I, that I say, if you want to, do you want to work forever? He's like, no, I don't want to work forever. I'm like, okay, well, this job that we're working at, makes 40 grand on an event, 40 mm-hmm. grand. And we make 20 an hour, 22 an hour. They're making 40 grand and we're making 22 an hour. So obviously working a job as an employee is not going to get you to that, you know, I have so much money lifestyle. I said, okay, yeah. well, you know, you want to do it. And he's like, well, I really want to do music. And I'm like, okay, fine. This was days later. I told him, you know, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this thing? You know, I have this set up. You know, are you still ready to do it? And he's like, no, I don't really want to do it. I want to do music. I'm like, okay, fine. But, you know, you need to you need to say that up front. But this goes back to the thing that I was saying. He wants to do music because he enjoys it, but he wants to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. But... You need to understand also that there may be a chance it may not make you the money you desire. Or if it does, it's going to take an awfully long time. And yeah. with these things that you know people call passion, I, I from what I see, a lot of people consider their passion with art. You know, it's it's something that's creation. Like people, mm-hmm. I think we're all innately creators. We like to create music, we like to create art, we like to create you know, computer, pro- computer program apps, stuff like that. We're creators, but you need to realize that sometimes these things are so hyper competitive. It's going to take a longer time or people just not going to want what you got. Like there's so much music out there. There's so much art. There's so much art out there. There's so much things that already people are doing and you're going to go into it. You have to become different. So, you know, with, what I was telling him, if you want to make some money, you have to, you have to do something different. And it may not necessarily make you happy, whatever this definition of happiness is to people. I, I consider happiness to be a fleeting thing. But from what hit it, from what his perspective is, oh, I just want to make music. But he's not necessarily making any money off of it. But I think if you treat it as a business and you start realizing okay it's not i'm not doing this because i just want to sit around and make music all day no i'm doing this because i want to make money mm-hmm. you have to be different than everyone else because there are so many people out there doing in their in their bedrooms making bedroom beats <laughs> yeah. so much people doing that 
So you, you have to be different somehow because there's so much people doing what you want to do. Yeah, it, like I said, it kind of goes back to everyone just wants to, this is how my sister is. And she's been a running butt of the joke on our show since day one, essentially, uh, where she has no personality. Her personality is whatever is popular online at any given point in time. I don't know how many times, like I don't use, I don't personally use Instagram or, you know, Twitter or anything like that for the most part. I have ones for the brand, but not personal ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm not browsing things, but my girlfriend uh, follows my sister on uh, Instagram and my girlfriend and um, sorry, my sister is constantly posting like the most bizarre stuff on there. And my, my girlfriend will find like, Oh, this is what she's referencing. She saw this influencer post this and she did her best to copy it. But my sister doesn't understand what it is she's actually doing. She just knows it's popular. So she's poorly recreating <laughs> this popular content and it just looks ridiculous. There was one where it was a, uh, so I, and I, again, I'm out of touch with a lot of these particular, like in this regard, like I don't pay attention to who's popular on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it was some, in, some girl who was like in the woods with a mirror, like looking at her reflection. She had like vines all over her. What it was, what it actually was is a studio with a backdrop. And then she put fake vines on her, but my sister doesn't know this because she's an idiot. And so she went out into the woods where oh, and no. she lived with my parents at the time. Uh, so she went out in the woods on my, my parents' property, uh, carried a mirror from the house out into the woods and wrapped herself in vines, which later turned out to be poison ivy. Oh my God. So she gave herself this huge poison ivy rash trying to copy this influencer. And it just looked ridiculous. Oh my God. And she does that with like all sorts of things. You know, you can have like people wearing like swimsuits or like anything that's like currently popular on Instagram or whatever. And she tries to copy it. But again, she doesn't have that social awareness of what is actually making it popular. Uh, namely, the you know, most of these are attractive women. And my sister lacks a lot of what they have, to say the least. <laughs> wow, that's uh, not good at all. No, like I said, she, my sister is one of those people that I use as like a barometer of this is, this is what happens when you have no social awareness or social mm-hmm. skills. She, you know, you don't have friends you just have people you talk to on Facebook and Instagram because you can't, you have no social skills. So she can't meet people in real life. She, I mean, she's married, but she can't meet people in real life to make friends with them, have real conversations. It's just her treating her husband like shit because she doesn't know how to handle a relationship and then posting all these weird photos on Instagram because she doesn't know how to actually grow a following. That's not her copying someone else and doing it poorly. And so I love wow. making fun of it. My family gets a riot out of it because we're all just like, this is this is what happens when you let someone run wild on the internet, <laughs> young age, and with no self control. It goes back to the persona thing you were talking about, how mm-hmm. everyone is trying to become something that they're not online. Yeah, yeah, and it goes back to the programming. We we have to be careful with what we are consuming online because mm-hmm. whatever you are it because it's it's getting to a point where you aren't listening to your parents anymore you aren't listening to the people in your life anymore you are now listening to what social media is telling you it's like people are grown mm-hmm. up on social media yeah 
And with the information on social media, a lot of it is not good information. Like the example yeah. with it's advertising. It's yeah, it's not telling you to do something that's good for you. It's telling you, hey, you know, if you have this problem, this is what I use, you know, whatever. And like there are so many times where people don't pay attention or realize that mm-hmm. it's an ad. Like they'll just say, oh, this is a person and like they they usually just post fun stuff. And, you know, this time they're like, oh, you know, this is a problem I encountered. So this is the product I used, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have the whole description and the very last thing in the ha- in the like the tags is hashtag ad. <laughs> and like they, they hide it essentially. And a lot of times they don't. If they're big enough, they won't do that. But mm-hmm. you see, I see it a lot when my girlfriend's mom will show us stuff like, oh, this guy said to use it. It's like he's getting paid to do that. Yeah. That's an ad. Paid actors. Like it, this is this is an ad. You know, he, he's getting paid for every sale of that product. He wants you to use that because it makes him money. It doesn't mean that it works really well. I mean, I I'll be like, let me be realistic for a second. We have sponsors on the show here. Uh, we've had energy drinks and stuff. We had W Energy. We had Poggers. These are both like energy drinks. Uh, we had them on. I drank them a bit. I'm not an energy drink guy. I had them on the show just to try out different sponsorships. And then I stopped promoting them because I didn't use them and I didn't want to promote something I didn't use. Now we have liquid IV, which I actually use. I drink it every day. We have Zencaster. I use Zencaster for every single podcast recording that we do. You know, it's products I actually use. I'm being very, what was the word? Authentic. Conscious about, I'm making sure it's something I actually use and I actually support. I don't want to just put my name with any product that's willing to throw me a couple bucks. That's and important, man. It is. It's, and like I said, like we've had so many of them over there. Like I had a couple of uh, potential sponsors that I turned down. Uh, I'm not going to throw them under the bus because uh, they, they wouldn't deserve that. They just asked if they, if uh, we wanted them to sponsor us. I said, no, it's, it's just not our target demographic. Wouldn't make sense. But it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's just people don't know how to figure out what's paid advertising and what's actual content because it just blended together. Yeah. And that's the point. I, I think it all comes down to what it is that you want to accept mm-hmm. into your mind. Because there was one, th- one time, it was... Uh, this guru that I used to listen to. He was uh, from the Sha- he was a Shaolin temple master. And mm-hmm. he said, listen to the message, not the person. And it basically is saying that everybody is going to say something. Everybody. It doesn't mean it doesn't matter if they're good or evil. Everybody's going to say something. Mm-hmm. You need to ask yourself, you know what, does this agree with who I am or does it not? Like, for example, if the devil comes up to you, this is just an example. Okay, I'm not referring to any Christian religion, Mm -hmm. anything like that. Yeah, I don't see my sister that often, but I'm getting what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if the devil comes up to you and says, eat your vegetables, Mm -hmm. even though he may be seen as a bad person or a bad thing or a bad entity, He is telling you something good. So Mm. you have to ask yourself, do I accept this or do I not? Don't just let information come into your mind and live rent free, but you don't know why it's there or you don't know 
if it even agrees with you. So with all the social media, with like you said, advertising, it is advertising. It's advertising space in your mind. You you have to ask yourself, do I want to accept this? Eat your vegetables. Okay, cool. I'm going to eat my vegetables now. I'm going to eat my vegetables. You, <laughs> you know what native advertising is? Native advertising? Mm-hmm. No, I do not. So it's it's advertising that's meant to look like ordinary content. So like take uh, think of like a newspaper, right? Or like an online newspaper. Like say you go to the New York Times website mm. and they have an article on there that says, you know, these are, you know, the problems with like, you know, here's how we solve, you know, problems with like our back pain or whatever. And it's like, oh, a guy at the New York Times wrote an article on how to solve back pain. And they click on it. You read through it. It's like, oh, these are some of the things we do. You know, we tried, you know, these products and they just didn't work for us. But then we tried, you know, product X and product X actually worked really well for us. And, you know, we just found out that this was probably the best product, you know, out there. And that's native advertising. It's made to look like New York Times content, mm. but it's actually just paid advertising on the New York Times. Um, it's and you'll see that with like a lot of things. Think of uh, oh, I just had an example pop into my head, and I can't. Oh, uh, I know. Growing up, my you know when I'd go to see my grandparents, they'd watch like the news at ten, you know, like local news, mm-hmm. and they had a segment called "Does it really work?" I don't know if like you've ever seen something similar on local news stations near you, and they had a guy on there where he would just take like products from like as seen on TV ads and he would see if like they worked and every time they would work. Right. (laughs) I'm like, this isn't an actual review. This is, this is native advertising. This is, I I didn't realize it when I was a kid, obviously. Yeah. Like having grown up now, like looking back, it's like, that is just native advertising. That is a guy. It's like, I forget maybe five minute long segment. I don't remember exactly. And it's just him talking about a product talk he's like these are all the things they promise you know this and this and this and whatever and this is how good it is let's see if it actually works and then it works it's like huh i guess it really does work so you can do all that and see like this is paid advertising it's a sham yeah you know it's and but people think like oh well this is from a source that i trust Mm -hmm. therefore it's got to be true and that's just not how it works all the time exactly and and it goes back to that belief thing Mm-hmm. And what what I say, yeah. nothing is actually universally true. It's all comes down to belief, mm-hmm. because what you believe becomes true. Like it, it, it's crazy at what times we live in now, where people are confused with, you know, what is a man and woman. At first, you know, I thought. <laughs> at first, I thought, you know, it was very simple to distinguish the difference but now there are different people who believe what is a different definition and i'm not knocking nobody i'm not saying anybody's wrong but we have to understand that whatever you input in your mind it's not necessarily going to be true for everyone. So you have to ask yourself, you know, does this agree with me? And Mm -hmm. it's a lot of things that play into this. You know, the sky is not blue because it's blue. It's blue because you believe it. Honestly, every, everything is paid advertising and it's nuts 
the type of world that we live in now because a lot of the advertising that's going on it's not original mm-hmm. just like you said with the native advertising I mean, I mean honestly that to me that sounds like manipulation that's the point yeah it's to manipulate you into thinking it's a trusted source therefore it's this is a valid product i should trust this exactly so they buy it it's it's very sneaky advertising yeah you, you got to trust yeah. yourself yeah, people don't. People, yeah, just wanna. They want to believe in what they believe. It's the uh, I forget who said it. it was some guy talking about like uh, uh, I think it was like the election of like twenty the twenty twenty U S election for presidency, where he said it doesn't matter if the if any of this happened or not. It people's perception becomes their reality, so they will mm-hmm. believe whatever it is they choose to believe, and then that becomes the truth. I'm doing air quotes. Truth to them. So like it literally reality doesn't matter. It's whatever they force upon themselves to believe. Exactly. And it's like, all right, well, this is what I believe. Therefore it's the truth. And uh, yeah, it's, I don't know if that applies to a lot of things where it's just, no, I, uh, this definitely isn't advertising. I'm going to believe this. Therefore this product is good. Therefore I'm not being scammed. I, mm-hmm. people refuse to admit when they're wrong too, which is part of the problem. Oh yeah. People don't want to admit like, Oh, I got misled by this person. It's like, no, like look at uh, what's uh, Andrew Tate, like whether or not you, you like him or not. It's like there are so many people where it's like they won't admit he did anything wrong in any aspect. Not even talking about like the legal problems he's having, just in any aspect of his life. They're like, no, nah, man, like he's just he got cheated. And like if any time he made a mistake or anything like he just got cheated out of that scenario. It's like and, you know, it's people. I don't it's weird to me that how much people idolize other people it is weird too whether it be politicians <laughs> you know celebrities quote-unquote celebrities like i'm talking like actors actresses mu- musicians things like that you know it it is bizarre how much people idolize them and it becomes their whole personality exactly if you asked me 10 years ago like who's your favorite politician i would have said i don't know that anyone has a favorite politician i don't and now you look at it, it's like people are diehard trump people or diehard anti-Trump people, like diehard DeSantis, he's popular. He's getting some, you know, popularity and stuff like that. It is so weird to me. Whether or not, I'm not even saying you have to agree with the politics of these people. It's just weird to me how much people care about these individuals. Mm-hmm. Why do you care so much? These people objectively do not care about you. Exactly. They're not trying to to help you. No, they will never. They don't know you. They'll never. You'll never meet them. Basically, you might go to like one of their events and shake their hand. They're going to forget about you immediately. It is so strange to me how much people care about these people. I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like you just put your time and effort elsewhere. It's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. And that reminds me of an email I got. It was from Florida Supercon. I can't remember the last time I went to Supercon, but... I'm pretty sure everyone knows about this event. But if you don't, basically, it's an event in Florida, Miami, mostly, where people come together for anime type stuff, voice Mm -hmm. acting type stuff, and Marvel type stuff. And they come together at this convention center. There's a whole bunch of vendors and stuff. But they were talking about the rally up of the people that are going to be showing up to sign autographs. And I'm looking at this rally. I'm like... Who cares? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I'm going to get an autograph. And they're charging 40, 60 bucks for an mm-hmm. autograph. And I, I'm sorry, go ahead. it's strange. People will line up to get a piece of ink writing from someone who doesn't mm-hmm. give a damn about them, honestly, doesn't know their name. Yeah. doesn't even know them, doesn't want to know them, just is here to get paid. And you're standing in line for this recognition? Mm-hmm. For what? I don't think it's wrong to like look up to people. To like, Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't want to say like, oh, you shouldn't like look up to like, like if you're a soccer player, you shouldn't look up to Messi. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I think it's totally reasonable. It's like, oh, this is a person like I aspire to be like this person to like it's reasonable to an extent where it's like, this is someone who's successful in the same field as me. I want to be like them, you know, successful and be as good as them or whatever. I think that's fair. I think it's totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird to base your personality around these people and like dedicate your time to them, whether it be like trying to get attention from them or whatever. It's like be your own person yeah. while using them as like a benchmark for your own success to to an extent. Exactly. I, I think I think what I'm saying makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's a, I definitely agree with that because it all comes down to who you are. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> people are going to talk to you, they're going to interact with you and they're studying who you are. And mm-hmm. if you have no idea where you get your ideas from or you have no idea where you get your sayings from or you have no idea where you get your thoughts from, because you're mm-hmm. emulating what other people on the internet are saying, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna have a huge detachment with who you are. This is why mm-hmm. you need to be authentic as much as possible. And I think a lot of this comes from, okay, where am I getting all this from? And you need to trust yourself that this is okay. If the bad person comes up to you and says, you know, eat your vegetables, you need to ask yourself, you know, is that okay? You need to, you need to ask yourself that. And if you're going to idolize someone, take what they say and implement it to see if it works for you, mm-hmm. to see see if it's important for you. Don't just, I, I, had a, I had a guy that I used to work with, I still work with him, he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I kind of just... Set up. Mitch Hedberg there. Yeah. I used to work with this guy. I still work with him. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. But he he called it mental masturbation, where people mm-hmm. will go on these internet sources and they'll ask, they'll, you know, not ask. They'll watch these people who know what they're talking about or claim to know what they're talking about or put on a persona that they know what they talk about. And mm-hmm. they'll listen and listen and listen and keep scrolling, but do nothing they'll do nothing and they won't integrate it and see if it works. So if you're going to idolize someone, take the time to, you know, ask yourself, is this what I want to accept? Mm-hmm. Is this it, what that and like, what are they actually doing? Because exactly. there are some of these people who are saying things and doing very different things. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, this is how I got successful. And it's like, that is absolutely def- that's very clearly not the case. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's like you didn't get successful by buying some billionaire's book. You got successful by scamming people on the internet. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You you have to you have to talk to people who are actually 
showing what mm-hmm. they are doing in their field. You need to. This is why, you know, you cannot talk to someone about being rich, but they're not rich. You can't talk to someone who isn't, you know, muscular, but they're not muscular themselves. You, you can't talk to someone about that. You, you have to make sure the people that you are with and the people you are talking to actually are doing in their field. So it all comes down to that qualification you have to talk to people who are where you want to be it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's this idolization you know and i find it weird just just like how you find it weird i find it weird when people spend the time out of their day to go to these people and say hey can i get your autograph that is weird. That that is a weird type of idolization. I think. I think that I'm not an autograph guy. Same. <laughs> I, I, I think it's cool to meet people. Like I I enjoyed. Like uh, I'm a big fan of Barcelona soccer team. I I was really excited to meet like a lot of the players on it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I've been watching these guys for years since I was a little kid. It's cool to meet them in person. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for autographs, um, but uh, I, I I can understand why people want to meet them. The autograph thing, like I said, I don't get because I don't know what the value personally. I understand like objectively, I understand like, oh, you can sell autographs and they're valuable. I don't understand why. Like, I don't know why that's valuable to people and then people wanting to buy that. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But yeah, like I said, I don't think it's wrong to idolize people to an extent. Yeah. Because like these are people that have defined, you know, your your field of interest. You know, like a Messi's and Ronaldo's are like the people that have defined this generation of soccer. You've got, uh, you know, Elon Musk is, you know, whether or not he's actually responsible for a lot of the tech stuff. He's definitely a guy that's defined current day tech as far as like electric vehicles, mm-hmm. social media with Twitter. Even if he's done it really poorly in a lot of aspects, he's done, obviously he's done something right to be where he's at and everyone knows who he is. Yeah. It, Even if he lies about how he got his money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you don't really know. That's the thing. You don't know with the internet. You don't know who you're talking yeah. to. Like, mm-hmm. I got this message from this Twitch streamer. <laughs> Looked her up. And apparently, you know, she had all these followers, blah, blah, blah. But the way that I was being messaged would look like it was an AI. So I'm like, who the hell is this? And when I responded, it it was the most strangest conversation. So I eventually just stopped speaking to her. If that was a her, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like it was a bizarre conversation. It it was Mm. these inhuman responses to my questions. And it goes back to, you really don't know who you're talking to on the internet. You don't know. You don't know the persona. It's all personas. We live in an extremely fake world. We just really do. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of creepy. Like I said, being someone that works in like marketing and all like the sales and advertising stuff, Mm -hmm. it is like, it is beyond creepy how much information you like just in general, how much information of yours people can take and just sell and use like Facebook. I'll use an example. Facebook 
on average, Facebook makes about $900 per year off of each person's information that they sell. Per person. Think of how many users Facebook has. And they're making $900 per person. Hmm. That's an interesting statistic. Now, let's see. They got 2.85 billion people. Wow. Times 900. Uh, well, this is wrong. The 2 trillion, 565 billion. They're not making that much. I think the 900 was an average, like I said. But they're making a bunch of money every year just selling people's information. And, you know, people don't care. People don't understand yeah. to an extent either. Yeah. I was having this conversation with someone else. Ignorant. Think of how many times you go through a website. It's like privacy policy. Uh, click here. Do you understand? Nobody wants to read 500 pages of information. It's purposefully long yeah, and confusing. Exactly. Because they don't want you to read it. Exactly. And they know this. Mm-hmm. They know this. It, it's and a lot of it is acceptance. And I think this goes back to what we were talking about in terms of jobs where we were talking about how people don't want to enforce, you know, the original agreement. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to enforce they they don't want to enforce it and it's this acceptance and I I think it has to do a lot with this acceptance thing that people just want to accept what they're given. And they just don't want to be bothered to deal with a lot of problems in life like whatever's easiest. Yeah, exactly. People, that's how it was when I was a teenager. Life. Why? I had a situation, which I'm not going to get into details, but like it was a situation where it's like, do I want to like make this worse for myself or do I just want it to be over with quicker? Do I want like a quick fix problems down the road or do I want to like deal with the issue now and then not have to deal with it later on? And I chose the easy option at the time. I was like, eh, quick fix problems down the road. <laughs> and luckily someone else involved was like, I'm going to take care of this for you because you clearly aren't mature enough to deal with this right now. And that's what happened. And I was like, oh, this is probably for the best. Like looking back at it, I was like, that was, that's, thank you. That That's actually a really good situation right there. Not many people have any that was help. Very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very fortunate. But, you know, if for for the people out there, you know, if you realize that you don't have much help, then you need to embrace challenges yeah i was going about the four people send me emails asking what it was it wasn't anything that important to be fair it was something stupid i did as a kid i was gonna get in trouble for it and they're like let's let's solve this problem let's just fix it oh yeah those moments (laughs) it was yeah it's me being a stupid teenager and being like all right i did something stupid let's let's remedy the situation now everyone goes home happy it's fine that's good. I'm glad I it did got not solved. murder that woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, this whole time I've just been sitting here. I'm a serial killer or something ridiculous. <laughs> it's like I'm just playing it off like it wasn't that big of a deal. They'll never find them. No, now now you got people thinking that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've only changed my name four times. It's fine. It's, oh wow, four times. They give you a package deal if you if you do it. Uh, you get like if you do it three times, you get a free name change. So oh, <laughs> that would be hilarious. We had like a uh, like a membership card. <laughs> <laughs> Just fill it out. Like oh, if you, you change your name ten times, you get a free coffee. 
Oh, thank you. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a good business idea. Someone better think about that. Someone better start doing it. Sounds like that. a terrible business idea. Change your name all the time. You're gonna have so much issues. <laughs> Social security card, getting changed credit cards, address, everything. Man, oh. your taxes are screwed. You're gonna be in the IRS is gonna be coming for you. <laughs> well, you could change like your your online presence. Some sort of fraud is coming up here very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, oh, I think I think a lot of people they need to understand that life is going to be hard. And I wanted to talk about this. There was a stream I did recently where it was it was titled You Have to Work Hard. Not necessarily in the point where you know, you have to grind constantly. It was more of a stream about that there is going to be a lot of troubles down the road of life. It's not going to necessarily be easy unless you're given everything. So it was more mm-hmm. a stream about you have to push through the challenges. And I gave the analogy where when you are driving, say if you want to go from Florida to Georgia, let's say from Florida to Georgia, you're driving, but police stops you or your tire pops or you run out of gas and you got to get a gas or for some reason your axle just twists or for some reason, you know, your headlight stops working. You can't see there's going to be so many troubles around the drive to Georgia from Florida. And it's the same thing with life. I hope the cops don't show up to help because they'll want to look in the trunk and then you got another problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, please, please, you don't want to look in there. You're going to have to fill out a lot more paperwork. That happened to me in real life. They've been missing for months. No one was looking for them anymore. It's fine. (laughs) Just going to continue to beat this narrative drum that I'm some sort of like criminal. (laughs) It's going to carry this on for the rest of the episode. That that happened to me in real life. (laughs) I had a situation similar to that, but I'm not going to get into that because that's a, (laughs) that, that's a, that was an interesting story, but you 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 have to understand that life is going to be very hard. Everything is going to be bumpy. It's going to be a bumpy road. That that ride from Florida to Georgia is going to be very bumpy. So you have to keep pushing and you have to keep going through whatever it is you're doing. And what I what I like to do is I like to get pissed. You know, getting <laughs> getting pissed is like. Damn, if I don't do this, I'm going to get very mad and I'm going to be very upset that I didn't do it then because later it's going to creep up on me and I'm not going to get it done and it's going to be a bigger problem later. So you have to get pissed at the point that it's going to be like a problem later. Like if you don't get an oil change, your car is going to have problems later. Speaking of that, I need to get an oil change in my car. You take an interesting problem. I definitely don't need to get myself upset over problems. I just think, does this need to get done? All right, let's do it. Let's just deal with it. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I'm, I think I have a very easy time convincing myself to do stuff is the thing. Where it's like, it might not go according to plan, but I, I'm i not the type of person to get worked up about anything other than for like uh, dramatic effect. to Like, just to be funny or whatever. Like, I will get worked up watching like sporting events mm-hmm. or playing like video games with my girlfriend or whatever. It, it's that's the point it's supposed to be like entertainment yeah even on the podcast here like if we get into a heated discussion about something there isn't almost nothing we talk about on this show 
that I really care about to the point where I'm going to get upset about it. <laughs> it, but it's entertainment. Exactly, it is. But like in general, like work and like stuff going on in my life, to an, within reason, obviously. I, I'm not getting worked up about it. I'm not getting upset. It's like, whatever. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I, I don't care. I'll deal with the problems as they come. I'm like, it's part of being an adult. Yeah, stuff's going to happen. Just be prepared for it and don't don't be an idiot exactly like people just need common sense you know it's the same thing i don't get me wrong there's people out there where it's like they're in situations where they're not financially stable and it's not entirely their fault but there's a lot of people out there where they're not financially stable because they have no idea how to manage their own money and seeing those people be like oh my god i have to get like my you know my tires flat how am i going to do that it's like how much is a tire it's like 80 bucks i'm like gotta get it done 80 dollars like it's like, man, like, what are you doing that you don't have eighty dollars? <laughs> like, I, I understand it's a it's a headache. I understand it's a, a pain. But it's like, if eighty dollars is all it takes to like completely upend your life, you're not managing your money well. Mm. Like, it sounds harsh, but it's true. Like, it in for most people, if eighty dollars will upend your life, you're managing your money poorly. Yeah, there's so, so many people wrong. eat out weight. We talked about this last week again. We had a we had a very similar discussion on like people. Uh, just not learning how to manage their lives properly. But like people eating out way too much, they're buying foods uh, that are overpriced when they don't have to be, you know, they're paying for streaming services that they don't need. Um, they're buying things when they could just wait, like the fear of missing out thing where it's just like, like Fun. all you streaming services, an example, it's like, all right, how many streaming services do you have? Three. Why do you need three streaming services? Surely, like if you're that desperate for cash, cancel two of them, keep the one. And even that's being generous, but it's like, just cancel two of them. Just get the most out of the one. Quit being greedy. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know you want to watch the other stuff, but if you're so financially strained, then you need to make smart decisions. It's like so many people like will like macro their uh, their, uh, income and expenses or it's like, all right, if I make a thousand dollars this month, I have $950 in expenses. Therefore, I can buy $49 worth of like games. It's like, why? They think about how to spend the money. They think like, how do I make the most out of what money I have left? How do I spend it? So I still have like some money left. It's like, that's such a poor way to manage your life. It's like, it is. Like you should say, oh, I only have $50 left. I need to figure out how I can cut back on the costs in other aspects and just hoard that money so I don't have to deal with problems down the line. But they don't. And that's people don't do that. I was thinking about that earlier because I was talking to some people and they're like, oh, I work three jobs. I'm like, why do you work three jobs? Why? <laughs> and they're like, well, because money's tight. I'm like, okay, if money is tight, I bet you there is stuff you don't need that you're spending yeah. your money on. I, I can understand two jobs even. If like if you live in an area where it's sort of expensive or whatever, you know, the way prices of like uh, groceries and stuff are, I can understand like for some people having to work two jobs, even if it's like minimum wage. Yeah. Right? Three jobs is like, what what jobs are you working that you need to work three of them? Yeah, that's confusing to me. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> It's very confusing to me. And if, if I were... I feel for people... That, I, I do feel bad that people that need to work like so much just to get by. I understand that. It sucks. I hope their situations get better. I think people are too quick to just paint themselves as victims 
and not take responsibility for their bad habits. Yeah. And, and those people that, that were talking about that, you know, they come to school, they come to job, they come to work high. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one of them, he came to work on Adderall. I'm yeah. like, why, why are these people doing this? And then they, they want to complain that money is tight. You know, I only spend mm-hmm. money on one streaming service, isn't that Spotify? But Spotify makes me more money. So it makes me a return. So it's not Mm -hmm. that I'm just, you know, on Spotify and I'm just using it to, you know, make me feel entertained in the present moment. It's it's making me a return. And then I have MidJourney, but I use MidJourney for work. And those are the only subscriptions I have. You know, all the BS that a lot of people will spend their money on, you can get rid of it. And in turn of saving that money that you're spending on stuff you don't need, you actually have more money. And then you'll find that a lot of the things that you're spending more money on that you don't need is the reason why you have so many jobs. I I think a lot of people could cut down on what they don't need and more on what they do need, but make sure that what you do need makes you more money somehow. That's the thing. Like we, this is what we touched on last week too, is like, think about like going to like McDonald's. I don't know how much McDonald's is nowadays. I, what would you say? The average price of a McDonald's meal, eight bucks. I haven't been to McDonald's in what seven years. I, I, I've tried to pick like the most like, uh, like uh, McDonald's should cost you between five to eight dollars. So let's say seven dollars, right? That's a little bit That's over. But I, I, I imagine most of it's seven. We'll say seven dollars, right? There. Let's say you. It's a husband and wife and two kids. So that's what twenty eight bucks, right? Mm-hmm. For twenty eight dollars, you could buy, uh, go to the store, buy a thing of like boneless, skinless chicken breast. You could buy like a like broccoli, a whole thing of like a whole head of broccoli, probably two of them. You could buy like a like potatoes, like a whole pack of potatoes for twenty eight dollars. Yeah, you're gonna get like, I don't know, four meals out of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> instead of instead of just one meal at McDonald's. Like it's insane. Like people are, they don't understand that they just want quick and easy as opposed to sensible and slightly harder. Yes. I was like, ah, but then I have to cook the meal myself. I don't have time. It's like, it takes 15 minutes to cook up chicken and broccoli and potatoes. (laughs) It is so easy. Yeah, it is. It's so easy. Like I cook, uh, I, uh, to be fair, I, I get, uh, like yogurt. And stuff for breakfast and bagels or but like i'm also not living paycheck to paycheck but like i make every lunch i make at home i make like chicken wraps generally every every dinner we make i make it from scratch it's like i buy the meat fresh from the butcher so i'm not paying extra at the store I'm chopping up my own steaks making my own homemade bacon it's like i don't need to spend exorbitant amounts of money to make plenty of meals i don't need to go out fast food shopping or not fast food, but go to fast food places for lunch every day. And some of these people do it. It's like, you are wasting so much money. So much money. So much money. And and I was... Think of, like, think if one person goes to McDonald's every day of the week, like McDonald's priced fast food. If they go there for lunch every day of the week, that's what, 35 bucks? You could half that cost, mm-hmm. at least half, if not less, you could make yourself that from home and just take the lunch with you to work. 
It's crazy. It's just the bare minimum effort that people don't want to put in. They'd rather pay more and then suffer in the long run because they just can't be bothered. Exactly. And last night, because what I do is um, I'm a bartender. Bartending is fantastic mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to meet anybody any, in for that matter because it's, it's a fantastic yeah. network. You have access to the drinks. They don't know what's going in there. The what? No, I'm just kidding. Wait, I didn't even hear you. <laughs> I was making an insinuation that because you're the bartender, you can like spike people's drinks. Oh yeah, oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> I, I was talking, oh, I, I was thinking it, and we're like, we're paid, we're paid legal killers. <laughs> we're, we're, I see what you're saying. Yeah. We're, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to say that, but we are. But anyway, last night I was hearing people talk about what they were gonna do. There was this one guy, he got this new loft that he was staying at. And I was happy for him. But then he was talking to the other guys. I don't really talk to them because I like to be very mindful of the people I have in my circle. I don't really talk to them, but I Mm -hmm. like to overhear people's conversations because (laughs) it's good to learn about the people around you. But anyway, he was like, first thing I'm going to do, man, once I get the new loft, I'm going to invite everyone and we're going to have tons of drinks. I'm like, what? That's what you're going to do? Hey, man, I was finally able to afford this. I'm about to ruin that. Watch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. I wanted yeah, to say I, something, but. I see that with people in cars. Where it's like, oh, I saved up. Now I can buy this car. It's like, so you've saved up just enough to be able to afford it. And now you're going to have no money for when it goes wrong. That's a problem. Genius. It's not good. And, and I was talking to someone, you know. He saved up 20 grand to buy a car to finance it. What? Mm-hmm. 20 grand can get you 10 cars, 10 used cars on Facebook Marketplace? Maybe ish, depends on what you're getting. I have no, I've never shopped Facebook Marketplace, so I have no idea. I love Facebook Marketplace. But anyway, <laughs> you can get cheap used cars, 20 grand, 10 maybe. And you're spending 20 grand on one car only to finance it. So now you got a finance car payment. You got an insurance payment, maintenance payment, gas payment, and all these other payments. Mm-hmm. And it's not really good for people who are even struggling. And this makes me question, you know, are people really broke or are they just wasting money? Mm-hmm. You know, so what 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 is going on here? And I think a lot of it is is school. You know, you're not taught financial literacy in school. You're taught no. BS, in my opinion. <laughs> it, it's honestly BS, in my opinion, because it's not real in terms of. Granted, it's real in some some cases. Like if you're going to go in algebra, you know, you might want to know slope intercept for construction. But not everyone's going to go to construction. Why don't you teach everyone about taxes? Everyone's going to have to deal with taxes. Yeah, I brought that up on the show before too. Like. Learning how to do taxes, yeah. learning how to make a resume, learning how to interview for a job. You know, uh, I forget what else we mentioned. Just stuff that like everyone, literally everyone will have to do it. Yeah. Or it's like, why are we not like, why is that not done in school? That's insane. That being said, I also argue why we have to file taxes in the U.S. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> There's so many other countries, like so, most other like modern countries don't do it that way. Hmm. It's. It's ridiculous, but I digress. We're uh, like 48 minutes 
past the normal recording time here. I don't know if there's anything you want to touch on real quick. Oh, that that's that's great. I I I love I love the energy, man. I love what we're talking about. I love the yeah. engagement. It's honestly been great. It's been it's been fantastic. I'm glad we set this up. But if I Appreciate were to here. Yeah, I wish I wish Klaus had been here uh, to to chat. He always has uh unique inputs <laughs> interesting for some of these things i, I wish yeah i wish my, my I, friend I came on too but yeah. some people i guess you know external events just just come in a way but it happens if i were to say uh, where can people oh go ahead sorry no nah, you're good i was about to answer that if if i were to say a closing thing for anybody watching this stream it's that for everything that you want to do don't let external BS stop you from what you want to do. Like there is so many things outside of you that is going to tell you you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it right. You shouldn't do it. Screw that. Honestly, screw that. Because if you truly want to do it and you truly work hard at it, I think you're going to get it. So just keep pushing for whatever it is you want to do. You want to get that girl? Keep pushing. Okay, you want to get that that business? Keep pushing. You want to get that money? Keep pushing. Whatever it is that you want to do, just keep going for it. And I want to keep it closed with that very simple reminder: you're doing great, everyone. Awesome. Where can people go to check out your stuff? So I am everywhere, basically, but I am mostly on Twitch at Noisy Fox. Up there, around you, inside us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> I, I make music, so I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, blah, blah, blah. I post motivational content. I'm on YouTube, Twitch, Noisy underscore Fox, Instagram. So, yeah, you can find me at Noisy underscore Fox. That's where you can find me. Sounds good. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, and everyone go check out Live, the new website. I'm going to assume is up by now uh, since this episode won't be out immediately. Uh, but yeah, it should be up by then. You can check it out. Check out the new partner program. Give feedback. Any feedback is appreciated, uh, especially right after launching the website. If there's any problems you encounter or any you know things you think might be worthwhile adding to the site, let me know. Uh, go check out liquidiv and zencaster.com slash pricing. Liquidiv.com, zencaster.com slash pricing. Use code DJP15 for 20% off anything that you buy at Liquid IV and 30% off the first month of your paid plan at Sandcaster.com. Can't recommend either of them enough. They're both fantastic. Use them all. I use them both consistently. Liquid IV every day. Sandcaster every podcast episode recording. So thank you to them for sponsoring the show. And thank you guys for listening so much. Thank you, Noisy Fox, for being here. Really appreciate thank it. Had so a good time chatting. Me on. We'll see you all next time. See you. See ya. Peace. <laughs>